I watched Hell's Hinges. It's a William S. Hart Western. And William Hart is absolutely the best discovery I've made so far during this project. I knew pretty much nothing about him before I watched The Bargain. And by pretty much nothing, I mean his name was vaguely familiar to me. Like, that's it. I'd, I'd heard of him. I didn't know who he was. I didn't expect to enjoy his films. And in fact, I didn't even have any of his films on the list I made the day I came up with the idea for this project, which is now a podcast. At the time, it was just, I thought to myself, I should watch all the good movies in order. And I didn't know he made good movies. I didn't know who he was. And it was only after I started watching my way through the list that I came upon the bargain in a book about silent films that I'd read a long time ago. I was kind of rereading it to see if I was missing anything. And I learned that Hart was one of the legends of the silent era. So I knew I needed to give him a chance. But I was not optimistic. I'm glad I did. Because the bargain has become one of my favorite movies of all time, believe it or not. And now Hell's Hinges is the third Hart film I've watched at this point. And while The Bargain remains my favorite, Hell's Hinges is a solid effort. It's actually an excellent movie. Some incredible sequences, maybe one of the single best moments I've seen in any of his three films. This time around, Hart plays Blaze Tracy, the toughest guy in a lawless town. But we don't meet him at first. When the film opens, we meet Bob Henley, played by Jack Standing, who I last saw as Landry in that delightful film Fanchon the Cricket. At his mother's insistence, Bob has become a priest. It's not his first choice, but wants to make his mom happy. He's very ill-suited for the priestly lifestyle, but his mother is immensely proud of his decision, and so he sticks with it. The higher-ups in the church realize that he's very likely to succumb to the temptations of a big city life. So they assign him to a church in a tiny western town where they think he might stay out of trouble. So he heads west. He's accompanied by his sister Faith. She's played by Clara Williams, who was Nell, Hart's love interest in The Bargain. And again, there are sparks between the two of them here. She's once again playing the girl he's going to fall for. And Frank Burke, who was the sheriff in The Bargain, and who also had a small role in Civilization, shows up in a small role here as Zeb. He's just kind of one of the, the town people. He doesn't do much, but it was kind of nice to see him just because of how much I loved his performance as the sheriff in The Bargain. So anyway, back to the movie. Upon arriving in the town of Hell's Hinges, the Henley siblings are greeted by a rowdy mob led by Blaze. And he's been asked by Silk Miller, who is the owner of the saloon, to run them out of town. He's got no room in his town for a priest. And so Blaze has promised to scare the reverend to death. But circumstances immediately change, because it's love at first sight when Blaze sets his eyes on faith. And that situation is a cinematic cliche, but it's believable here. Somehow the way they play it, it pulls it off. I, I totally bought it. We've all experienced what Blaze does at least once or twice in our lives. And the initial meeting between Blaze and Faith exudes chemistry and realism in a way that you don't usually see on screen. Usually a moment like that is kind of like, you know, you, you groan or slap your forehead. But I totally bought it. 
Needless to say, Silk and the rest of the town rowdies don't see it the same way as Blaze, and they're appalled that the meanest, toughest scoundrel in town suddenly gives up drinking, gives up shooting, and starts attending church. Silk is undeterred. He quickly realizes that Bob Henley is not the most virtuous of priests, so he invites him to give a private sermon to the dance hall girls at the brothel. And one girl in particular, Dolly, has been instructed to seduce Henley, and she handles her task with aplomb. The scene of the two of them drinking and canoodling is hilarious. It's just hilarious, hilarious scene where they go up to her room, he gets drunk, and he spends the night with her, and he oversleeps. So we see his congregation waiting at the church. Where's the priest? They, they, they can't find him. He's not there to preach to them. So they set out to find him, and they're very dismayed when they find him in the, uh, the, the dance hall girl's bedroom. So the disgraced reverend, he's quickly taken to the bottle. He's given up on being a priest. Uh, he's drunk and delirious, and Blaze basically has to ride to the next town to find him a doctor because he's just completely outside of himself. While he's gone, Henley proves far more devoted to the drinking life than he ever was to the cloth and immediately takes up with the saloon crowd. He becomes one of the rowdies that was trying to run him out of town so he and his new friends get drunk, and they decide to burn down the church. And that leads to a brilliant battle between the rowdy mob and the churchgoers. And during the battle, Henley is killed. Blaze returns from finding the doctor too late to stop the destruction. And in the film's absolute best scene, and one of the best scenes I've seen in any film so far in this thing, he creeps up to the saloon. There's an ambush waiting for him inside, but he realizes it because of how quiet it is. He kicks in the door with guns blazing, and in a scene very similar to one that 76 years later would play out in Unforgiven, he wins the saloon shootout against overwhelming odds and kills Silk. And then Blaze, after that, does what Eastwood only threatens to do in Unforgiven, which is basically burn the entire town of Hell's Hinges to Embers. And after that, he and Faith light out to start a life together. Fantastic movie. It's kind of like The Bargain, where it keeps you guessing, and the good people turn out to be the bad people, and the bad people are the... It's, it's a lot like what the Spaghetti Westerns were like all those years later. William Hart was very clever. He always he managed to give you these kind of anti-heroes and surprise situations while still keeping it wholesome and germane to the the zeitgeist of the silent era. I'm not sure how else to say it. But anyway, I definitely recommend this. I watched it on a DVD. The quality wasn't great. I found a version on YouTube that actually looks better than the DVD, so I watched it again, and it was even better the second time. So I linked the YouTube link if you'd like to watch it, and... I think you should. I think you'll, if you, even if you don't like Westerns, I think you might like this one. Next, I'm going to watch The Fire from 1916, directed by Giovanni Pastroni.